This day was six years ago when I finally realised and I decided that I needed to fix myself. I realised that things weren't going the way that I wanted them to go and I needed to make some drastic, some huge changes to my life. This episode, I'm going to tell you all the changes that I made, why I made them and what's changed since. Basically, it's my story of how I changed over the last six years and how I fixed myself to the point where now I consider myself maybe at least 85% fixed. My name is Craig Burgess, this is Get Doing Things and this is episode 134. Before I get into anything else, I should probably give you a little bit of a ringworm update. (laughs) Yes, my ringworm has nearly gone. It's taken me nearly two weeks to get over it. For the last two weeks, I haven't been able to lift weights at a gym. I haven't been able to do jujitsu. I have been going slowly mental, not being able to do these two things. And it's meant that I've been the least productive, despite having the most amount of time in the last two weeks. I'm going to talk about that probably in a future episode. Another thing I want to mention before I get into this story is I have begun again doing my daily emails. They're not daily anymore. They're usually five times a week. I do them on the same day as I do the podcasts. I've relaunched it and I have called it 500 words. Every day, Monday to Friday, usually every day, Monday to Friday, I'll preface it with that. I send out an email and it's 500 words long, and it's an inspiring story, it is a motivational story, or it's just trying to get you to get something done, or to think about something in a different way. I think you should go sign up. Go to my website now, getdoingthings.com, click on the 500 words link, and sign up now. So yesterday, I spoke about what I meant by fixing yourself. And for the entire month of April, I am talking about fixing yourself. And I thought it'd be a good place to start if I talked about me, because I need to tell you why you should listen to me about this. Six years ago, I was broken. I mentioned this yesterday. I was broken over several reasons. I was overweight. I had a poor mental state. I had a poor attitude to money. I worked too hard and I didn't prioritize myself. They were the main things that I was doing that was causing me to be broken. I say broken in kind of a very serious way and the thing that sparked it all for me was I was 24, I was overweight, I was suffering from panic attacks at this point from a previous incident where I drank too much caffeine. The story of that is on my website by the way, the article about caffeine and why I decided to quit it. Uh, I was suffering from panic attacks, I was 60 pounds overweight and I got on the scales and it said 18 stone 4 pounds. It was the heaviest I'd ever been in my entire life and I've told this story several times so forgive me if you've heard it. I was 18 stone 4 pounds, I was overweight and it was only at that point where something went, that's a click by the way, I clicked my fingers, it was only at that point where something sparked in my brain and I realised, shit, I am broken. And I need to dedicate the rest of my life now to fixing the thing that's broken. It was only at that point where I realised how how wrong things had gotten with my health, with my mental state, with everything in my life. It took me a while longer to realise the mental state thing. And it took me even longer to realise the working too hard and the poor attitude to money. They took me 
probably another three years or so down the line before I worked that out. But the health thing, I worked out immediately and in an instant. And it came to light even more the day after when I decided to go for a run, my first ever jog in my life. I decided to go for a jog and I couldn't even run half a mile. I couldn't even run half a mile. That is around five to seven minutes of solid running. I couldn't even jog at a very slow speed for that long. I was terribly overweight, terribly unfit, and I realized that I needed to do something about it. That's a really weird point to come to in your life. Most of us, I guess, are lucky or unlucky not to experience this. I always I always see people who are overweight or they've got anxiety or they suffer from panic attacks or there's something quite clearly... I don't want to say broken, but I guess it is broken because I use those words for myself. I see something wrong with a person and it takes a particular incident or it takes a particular time in somebody's life. And I had that point where I jumped on the scales and I was 18 stone four. It takes a particular instant in a life to realize that things aren't right and to realize that you need to do something about it. I've had discussions with mates before who are overweight and when I tell them, you need to lose weight, or when I've told, actually told some people really close to me in the past, you need to lose weight, it never hits home, they'll nod and they'll say, yeah, I know, I know I'm a little bit overweight, but they won't do anything about it, because they haven't had the incident, and unfortunately, usually the incident is too late, they might have a health scare, for example, or they might realise that they're not as fit as they used to be, or they might look in the mirror one morning with very different eyes to what they have done for the last 20 years, and something clicks. But most people don't experience that, and I'm really lucky that I did, because it led to me changing everything in my life, everything in my life, and it also led me to starting this podcast over 133 episodes ago about self-improvement and about self-discovery and about meditation and about making yourself better and improving yourself because that's where I started on all of this journey. I started devouring self-improvement books and listening to podcasts and watching videos and finding out all about the self-improvement world because I became obsessed with improving. I think being obsessed with improving or at least having the desire to improve your life is a really, really important skill. And it is a skill because it can be developed and it can also be destroyed and it can also be forgotten about. I think having the desire and the willingness to improve constantly in your life, in every area of your life, not just health, but well-being, mental state, relationships, money situation, everything having this constant desire, this constant nagging in the back of your head, this constant pressing on your brain saying, I need to improve, I need to be better than I was yesterday. That is a really useful skill to develop and I am so thankful that I had that situation where it happened because if I wouldn't have had that day when I was 24, I wouldn't have got to where I am in my career now. I wouldn't have become a better public speaker. I wouldn't have started podcasting. I wouldn't have become a better designer. I wouldn't have done this podcast. I wouldn't have met loads of fantastic people. I wouldn't have done so many things in my life because I would still be in the exact same place I am now that I was when I was 24. And I can't think of anything worse. That is truly a nightmare to me. If I think now 
If I'm 30 years old now and my life hadn't changed since I was 24, that is the definition of a nightmare for me. So if you are stagnant right now and things haven't changed for a couple of years, you're probably in my worst nightmare and you might be experiencing that. It's a very easy thing to slip into, comfort. Comfort is comfort because it is comfortable. That's the whole point of comfort. And I've been there in the past. I've spent extended periods of time in comfort. And it's never good for you. It feels good for you in the short term, but that's the problem with it. It's short-term thinking and only long-term thinking, thinking about the future. I mean, the reason I lift weights and the reason I jog quite a lot and the reason I set all these challenges is because I always want to improve myself. And the health thing is because I want to still be doing the same things that I'm doing now as to when I'm 60. I'm looking that far forward into the future and hopefully when I'm 80 and I'm 90, I'm still going to be lifting weights and jogging, knees permitting and joints permitting. But that's the flip you need to make, the flip from short-term thinking to long-term thinking and that is so difficult to do because the day-to-day doesn't become as enjoyable anymore because you're always grinding on something or you're always working on something or the immediate thing you are doing right now, and that's me knocking on the table, the immediate thing you are doing right now might not be as enjoyable as something that you used to do. Doing something like going for a run isn't immediately as enjoyable as binge-watching Netflix for three hours when you come home from a busy day at work. But the long-term benefits far outweigh the short-term benefits of sitting down for three hours and watching Netflix. The day I decided to fix myself changed my entire life. The day I got on those scales and it said 18 stone 4 and that day I decided to lose weight and to get down to a reasonable level. I ended up losing 80 pounds. At my lightest I was 12 stone. I lost 80 pounds of weight with a lot of exercise and a lot of effort but it didn't require me any mental effort. It wasn't a chore for me to lose weight and it wasn't a chore for me to exercise or eat healthily because I knew I never wanted to get on those scales again and look at that 18 stone 4 number. I knew, I told myself I was going to be bloody minded about it. I was never, ever, ever going to get back to 18 stone 4. I was never going to be over 220 pounds or whatever that weight is in pounds. I was never going to go back to there, ever, ever again. And I still stick to that six years later because I had that flip point in my life. I had that light bulb moment. I had that click moment where everything changed in my life. And it's not that inspiring. I'll agree. All I did was get on the scales and it said 18.4. That's not inspiring. It's not as inspiring as way more people's stories out there. But still, it changed my entire life. So in that, in its instant, was the most inspiring thing I've ever had in my entire life. I hope you've had an instant like that and I hope this episode clarifies to you somewhat as to the angle that I'm coming from with fixing yourself and why it's so important to your life. Fixing yourself right now, particularly health, particularly not being overweight anymore, will change your entire life. I can guarantee it and I hope you realise it. That's it. That's the only thing I want to say. I'm not even going to tell you to email me. In fact, yes, I am. If you listen to this episode, you want any more advice about anything I've said, or it touched you, or it hit a nerve, or you hated it, or you want to kill me, or 
you just want to thank me, please email me. I love getting emails. You can't realize how nice it is to just get an email from someone who just says, thanks, Craig. Thanks for recording that episode. Because podcasting can be a lonely game. I'm sat here talking to a wall, by the way. I'm not talking directly to you, even though I'm imagining that I am. So please email me at craig at getdoingthings.com and I'd love to get that email. That was episode 134 and you can find out more information about it at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash 134. I urge you to go check out my blog and go read the caffeine story as well because that was another big trigger in my life. I completely cut out caffeine from that incident And previous to that, it was something that I couldn't cut out because I was, I guess, addicted to it. Even though people say caffeine's not addictive, sugar is, and the thing that I was drinking had a lot of sugar in it. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for putting up with my rant. I'm aware this has gone on for a little bit longer than what my episodes normally do. And tomorrow, I'm going to tell you the exact things I did and how I actually began to fix myself. Until then, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.